this is Chris. Hope you're doing well, and welcome back to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. And today, you're going to be listening to part two of my conversation with Sarah Wilson, aka Budget Girl. Uh, we're talking about her ridiculous 100 book reading challenge, along with my paltry 20 book reading challenge that I'm doing for 2019. If you didn't catch part one, that was yesterday on Monday. So go back, listen to that. I mean, you don't have to. You'll probably understand what's going on, but. I still want you to go back and listen to it. If you if you haven't, you get the full conversation there because all this week we're going to be talking about our reading challenges in three separate parts and then capping it all off on Thursday with a pop-up debate. So if you already listened to Monday's episode, not much more I need to say. So let's pop in to part two of our conversation. Okay, now I want to ask you, what was your favorite money book that you've read so far? Well, overall, like from all time, Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover is is my go-to money book that I recommend to everyone. But I read that several years ago. (laughs) Um, The recent money book I read was Get Money by Kristen Wong. And it it was really fantastic, especially as a woman. She went into a lot of women and money issues about how often we're paid less and, you know, kind of how to overcome some mental barriers about talking about money and trying to make sure that you're being paid fairly. And it's a very kind of like no nonsense, get your stuff together book. And she leaves you with like no excuses on why you're not getting paid. I like that. I've heard a lot of good things about that book. That's another one that I've had my eye on too. You should. It's it's really fantastic. And she has a very interesting money background in like writing about money. So I felt like she came to it with a lot of knowledge. Hmm. Okay. I like that. All right. So for me, in my in my short reading history for 2019, my, uh, <laughs> my favorite money book that I've read uh, is uh, The Index Card. And that was one that I picked up, I think it was early in this year. And I liked it just because it was very approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an easy read. It's short. I think anyone can can look at it and understand what's going on. And the whole premise behind it is, you know. Everything you need to know can fit on the back of an index card. I haven't read it exactly. yet, but it is on my list. It is on I'll, my list. I'll try to keep my spoilers low on <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it's a, it's a it's a really good book, and it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. He walks through what he has f- felt are the uh, the things that you need to do to keep your finances in order, and you don't need to pay someone necessarily to help you. You don't need to be this you know scholar in finance in the finance world and all this stuff. You just follow these basic principles, and you will be okay. And and I think that's really. Um, I think that's just something that's really approachable and easy for people to pick up. And it, it kind of, I think, helps take away some of the stigma and some of the the fear that comes around looking at your money and, you know, making these decisions. I think that was a good one. I've recommended that to a couple of friends already because it is something that's pretty easy to understand. And on top of that, really, it's like an expansion of what's on the index card. So he has his index card. He has things on there like buy low cost mutual funds or index funds, uh, you know, pay off all your debt. It's it, they're, they're strong, you know, simple principles, but he just expounds on them and gives you more background detail uh, with each of those items as uh, as he goes throughout the book. So that one was a, that was a good read. And um, I like that one so far. I, I, we'll, we'll see if it if that changes my favorite finance book for 2019. But uh, so far, I, I liked it. I will have to read it. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, oh, I think I forgot to say who the uh, the authors were. So uh, it's uh, written by Helene Olin and Harold Pollack. If anyone's looking for that book. All right. That was part two of our conversation. Part three will be coming at you tomorrow morning. When you wake up, it'll be sitting there waiting for you in your podcast feed as long as you're subscribed. So make sure you do that part first. 
And you know what? I was actually a guest on another podcast recently. I joined Bethany Bayless and Ellie Kay on the Money Millhouse podcast. And you may remember Bethany from our epic and iconic pop-up debate whether or not it's cheap or frugal to reuse paper towels. And I'm happy to say that that was not the topic of the uh, conversation that we had on the Money Mill House. Uh, we talked about my other passion, other than paper towels, tiny homes. And specifically about the tiny living series that I did here on Popcorn Finance and kind of what I learned from that and our thoughts on tiny living and if we can see ourselves doing that. So go check out May 13th's episode of the Money Mill House. And Mill House is spelled M I. L-L-H-O-U-S-E. I felt like I was singing that Mickey Mouse <laughs> Mouseketeer song there. Uh, but anyways, forget that part there. Thanks for joining me here for another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.